0: Good morning, my friends. I have been having so much fun going through 1 Corinthians with you. And I'm excited today as we continue to wrap up Paul's basically ending thoughts that remind us that he was writing to real people in in a real place, in real time. Like this is historic and it's also God's word. And I think that's just so exciting. And we see here in the part we're going to read the love the love that he has not just for the people in Corinth but the love that he has for God and doing the Lord's work and sharing his truth and his word. We're in 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 5 and I'm reading from the ESV. Paul writes, I will visit you after passing through Macedonia for I intend to pass through Macedonia and perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter so that you may help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you now just in passing. I hope to spend some time with you if the Lord permits. And even in that, we just see the love that he has for them, right? He wants to spend time with them. He doesn't want to just pop in and pop out, but he wants to be with them and to spend time with them. And we also see here too, in a sense, that he is also setting up a boundary, right? He knows what the next step is that he is meant to take. And so he is setting up a boundary and he's saying, you know, I don't want to just pass through and pass by and we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Maybe he's aware of distractions that could pop up. Whatever the reason is, he's setting a boundary, but he's also communicating his love for them. I hope to spend some time with you if the Lord permits. And I love too that even though he has this desire, it's always subjected to God's call, to where God is leading him, to what God is permitting and allowing and planning. And I love that we always see that Paul's plan is secondary to God's plan. And may we also seek to live our lives in that way as we seek to love others and to serve them. And even as we are making plans, for how we want to show up, for the, the things we want to do. May we always be open to God's plan first, to him redirecting, to him making a way. Not just in the fact that we are you know, submitting to him in that sense, but also having faith that he can make a way for these things. Right? It's like this two-sided thing of both submission and recognizing that we want to respect God's plan, but also recognizing that even when it seems unbelievable, He can make a way. Paul goes on, But I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost, for a wide door for effective work has opened to me, and there are many adversaries." And here again, we see his heart, not just for the people at Corinth, but for his ministry, for the things that God has called him to do, the people God has called him to reach. He sees a wide door for effective work opened before him. And I love that he doesn't take any credit for that, right? He's not saying that "Ah, I'm doing so much here. No, he's saying God has opened this huge door for me. God has made my work effective here. And he's going to be faithful to do that. But he's also aware that there are many adversaries, many things trying to get in his way and shut that down. And so often when we're following the call of God, that's when we get a lot of pushback from the enemy. But we see his love here his love for his calling, his love for God's people, and also his love for God and his respect for God. Not just in the way that God's plans are first in his life, but he sees God's work in his work. And he sees God's work in his circumstances, and he gives God the glory instead of taking it for himself or even just forgetting that God was at work, right? He sees so clearly how God is the one ordering his life, how God is the one opening doors, how God is the one making his work effective. And I love that because he's really practicing what he preaches, right? When we spent so long talking about spiritual gifts, he said that it is all empowered by one God. And here he is living it. He is showing that he is living and he is serving and he is loving, empowered not by himself and his own strength and his own desire and motivation, but empowered by God first and foremost. He really is living this word out as he is writing it. And that is so beautiful. So may we do the same thing. As we are seeking to live a life of love and service, may we be aware of God. May we be respecting God and may we be glorifying God, right? Aware of his plans and his work and respecting his plans, right? Because he and his plans, they are higher than ours and they should always come first, but also and always glorifying him glorifying him for the work that he is doing rather than taking the credit ourselves. So how are you being aware of God, respecting God, and glorifying God in your life here and now, my friends? Tune in again because we're going to be talking a little bit more about the other people involved and then some beautiful ending words of wisdom from Paul. So I'll see you in our next episode. Thank you so much for being here today, for listening to this episode, getting in God's Word and investing in your relationship with God the Father. If you are ready to go even deeper, to get rid of stuckness, to break through and live your God given purpose in fullness, then you should definitely check out the 90 day faithfully flourishing program. This program is full of one on one coaching, it's full of tools that you can use to get rid of distraction and discouragement and actually get to the root of the things that are keeping you stuck. So head over to hesedheart.com 90 that's nine zero to find out all the information to book a free call so that your voice can be heard. You can get the tools you need and you can move forward with the Lord going deeper and going further as you live out his purpose on your life com slash 90. And I look forward to talking to you soon.